And I'm, and I don't say like, just believe that God is your father. Like, yeah, everybody knows that, but like to actually like believe that in your heart and to actually become content with the fact that like whatever happened is like dust in the wind. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like he is my, he's my dad. He's my God, you know, and he's, he's enough for me. Hello and welcome back to the Gen Free Podcast. Can a little round of applause, please? Please. Whoa, I can't speak English. It is I, your host once again, Ayana. (laughs) And then we have... Sawyer Robertson, co-host of the Gen Free Podcast. I'm still here again. (laughs) I'm not going to talk about this. All right. You go. I'm Mia. Whoa, Whoa. it's Mia. You, the Mia. (laughs) Whoa. And then... Alexi. Oh, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say something that say your name, but this is Lexi. She's extremely special yeah. and beautiful oh, and kind. Thank you. And she's filled with wisdom. And eh, I'm kidding. <laughs> and we have her here today. Hello, Lexi. How are you doing? Hey, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Would you like to tell us a little bit about yourself? A little bit about myself. Um, I'm 25. I have two cats. Love them dearly. Um, yeah. And just love the Lord. Happy to be here. Long time listener. First time guest. Heck yeah, man. Where really you listen to this? Yeah, all of the episodes. Yeah. Oh, Every wow. Wednesday at noon. I'm yeah. here. We got I'm a here. certified fan base. Yeah, oh, yeah. 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 I swear. I'm not lying. Oh my yeah. gosh, yeah. And we've brought a viewer on to be a guest. Yeah. So Jeff, <laughs> we can bring Jeff. you on. <laughs> I forgot Jeff existed. My bad. <laughs> Jeff makes a return in season two. Finally, how many episodes in are we in season two? And now we're mentioning Jeff again? No idea. <laughs> I don't know. I don't yeah, count. It doesn't matter. Well, we have a very magical I'm topic really for you. Uh-huh. We have a very magical <laughs> topic for you to discuss today. Mm-hmm. You know what topic? Give the it? name. I do. The name. You, you want to say it? You want to say it? Divorce. Yay! <laughs> Wait, is that like the sparkly button? So we're supposed to like, yeah. do it again. Divorce. Divorce. It's a stupid well, joke. Well, to, <laughs> <laughs> to, be, to be specific, um, surviving parental divorce. Yeah. But that'd be a lot to put on the board and a lot right. to like announce with sparkles. Yeah, and there's right. a bomb on there for some reason. Oh, bomb. Mia said it was because the marriage exploded. exploded. <laughs> it, yes. it blew up. <laughs> it's quite a sad way of putting it, but oh, you're happens. not wrong. You're not wrong. It's limited emojis. Available to put mm-hmm. on the board. So yeah, let me see. It's fine, dude. But we should put the monkey. I actually quite like the bomb. Yeah, make it funny, man. There's a present on there. There is a how how's the voice to get? I guess it could for some people. It sounds awful. A gift. I don't know. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, 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 what if your husband's your wife's abusive? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Give the divorce. Okay. Anyways, yes. that's not what we're here talking about. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not for that. Yeah. <laughs> not, not pro divorce. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not here to talk about abuse. Yeah, she's not pro <laughs> No, we're here for, yeah. <laughs> we're here for divorce. divorce. <laughs> oh, gosh. Do, do, do you like the SpongeBob imagination with the rainbow? Be like the soup thing all over again when you oh guys my goodness. kept talking oh about my goodness. the soup. <laughs> it's going to be divorce. We love noodles. Gosh. <laughs> I guess the new rules. We gotta hit it every time someone says divorce. Yeah, it's gonna be the rule this episode. Okay, so not. it's up to you two. Hey, 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 we gotta lighten up the topic. It's a little heavy. <laughs> okay. It's okay. I mean, it's just a lot of sparkles. But, yeah. but who doesn't like sparkles? What do you I have hate, against sparkles? I hate glitter. Glitter sucks. Can you shut up? No one asked <laughs> you. I asked <laughs> me. <Mia. laughs> 
All right. Well, since obviously you haven't been married before. Right. Um, Neither have I. Could you just share us? <laughs> Thanks for bringing it up. <laughs> well, it's, I said wow. you haven't been married before. Wow. So I didn't insinuate yeah. anything yeah. that you're not married. I right. just said you haven't been married before. Right. So you right. never had a divorce. Yeah. No, no, it's okay. I mean, do you have a guy? No. Okay. No. Okay. I, I was just asking you because he's so... <laughs> Anyways. Um, tread carefully. <laughs> Love vote season two has returned. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll pray for you. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. Do you have a question? Yes. yes, yes sorry. I was about to say so how I feel I felt like I was pinned for a second. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. I'm sorry. That wasn't good. I was trying to loosen it up. I think What's I made happening? it tighter. Okay. All right. I think you did. What is what is your testimony revolving around the topic of divorce? divorce? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um so yeah. Um so just to kind of give you some background on me, I wasn't really raised in the church. I kind of went went to church when I sung in the choir, mm-hmm. and that was about it. Like, mm-hmm. that was just a, an activity my mom made me do. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I guess I should back up. My parents got divorced when I was, like, two. So mm-hmm. I have no real recollection, recollection yeah. of, like, even them mm-hmm. married. And what I, I don't know a ton, but I know it was bad. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad— struggles with addiction. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and my mom doesn't know the Lord. So yeah. obviously things were not handled mm-hmm. well. Um, so basically I wasn't raised in the church and basically growing up, I had, I lived with my stepdad and my mom mm-hmm. and my mom had two kids with him, my brother and my sister, mm-hmm. love them to death. Um, and basically just lived in that family. Um, and I think growing up, I can see how much it affected me in a way of being like not feeling like I belong. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And in that time frame, especially early childhood, um, my dad was not in the picture. Mm-hmm. And I didn't understand why. Yeah. Nobody really told me, didn't really understand. So there was a lot of feeling neglected, feeling mm-hmm. abandoned, mm-hmm. and those kind of things. I don't think I would have been able to verbalize that. Yeah. But I think I would have. But now looking back, there's so much of my life that I can see how that stuff ruled me. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Am I shaking? I'm sorry. <laughs> a little. Okay. I feel like, I don't know why, as soon as I started talking. Anyway. Well, I mean, okay. and I uh, um, understand what you're saying about like, uh, like I had even mentioned it last episode about like uh, um, uh, what's on the throne of your heart and that worry mm-hmm. about like abandonment might've like taken a hold on you um, and wondering like uh, why, and that might've became your identity rather mm-hmm. than having it um, uh, in God as you do now. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. And it, um, uh, and it can definitely affect uh, um, uh, children. Like, there's a statistic out there. I don't know exactly what it is, but like a major um, uh, proportion of uh, like criminals have uh, um, uh, only one parent in the household mm-hmm. and with uh, um, uh, one abandonment. And it, it's an extremely hard thing to go through. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and I can't attest to it. I've both my mom and dad, but I've seen it affect. Mm-hmm. Like, Lucky. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Honestly, it's how you do it. I'm joking. You just gotta it. like laugh through it. Yeah. Make everybody else a little uncomfortable. It, it's the fun You'll of be it. Fine. It's the fun of it. Um, yeah. yeah. And I, I've seen it affect uh, um, uh, my uh, my cousins uh, um, since I've been close with uh, um, them all, all my life. And um, that has happened in um, their family. But um, being there to um, uh, support them has been um, uh, very important. 
to me seeing it um, uh, affect uh, each of the uh, members of that family. Yeah. 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 But go on. Yeah, so um, abandonment and neglect. But yeah, so I think like that kind of stuff really ruled my life. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm 25 now and I'm just now like really getting over that stuff, yeah. like through the Lord, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Um, so I think, um, where am I? So I'm a kid, that happens. And then um, around 13 or 14, um, <clears throat> my dad's back in my life at this point and he invites mm-hmm. me to come here mm-hmm. to church. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I didn't really, I mean, I thought church was boring. You mm-hmm. know, I didn't necessarily not believe in God, mm-hmm. but I was like, I'm good, you know? Yeah. And he invited me to church. I said, no. Um, oh. and I, I, well, I didn't say no. I lied. I said I was sick. I wasn't mm-hmm. sick. And then I felt so guilty because I lied to get out of church that I decided to go and um, I just remember that day, Adam was just talking about, like, identity and, like, the fall and, like, what Adam and Eve's sin did to this world and mm-hmm. like, the fact that there's an enemy and that's why there's evil in the world and all of this stuff. And I just remember being like, that's the reason for, like, the evil in the world. Like, that's the reason that I've experienced the kind of pain mm-hmm. that I have and the kind of loss that I had. Um because I remember like when I was a little, little kid um, and not understanding why my dad wasn't around, mm-hmm. I would just cry in yeah. bed at night and just beg God, like, why is this happening? So to actually have an answer mm-hmm. and to be like, oh, the enemy is like a jerk, you know? And so I got to, so then I went home and I just started reading my Bible. I started in Genesis. I was like, let's get this party started. <laughs> um, and yeah, like six or seven months later, I got water baptized here mm-hmm. at Praise in the mm-hmm. baptismal that is now dead. It caught fire. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and I got baptized. And then I'm kind of giving you more background on me just mm-hmm. because I feel like what I'm about to touch on, like, gives, like, really sets up what the Lord was trying to do in my life the mm-hmm. whole time. Um, but so after that, I went to a youth conference in March of 2013. Mm-hmm. And Will Hart was speaking, mm. and he just said, I don't remember what he talked about, but at the end, he said, like, if you are feeling anything in your body, like, come forward, and I'll pr- and we'll pray for you, mm. kind of thing. And I was like, my heart was pounding, and my hands were really cold. It was weird. And I was like, well, I'm not going up front. What are you talking about? Mm. And so I, I stayed there for a second, and he said it again, and I'm watching people go forward, and people are falling— and crying, and I'm like, I don't know about all this. And then again, mm-hmm. he says it again. He says, come forward if you feel something. And I was like, okay, I need to go. Mm-hmm. I didn't go forward. I literally stood up and just stepped to the end of my aisle mm-hmm. and just stood there. Mm-hmm. I was towards the back of the room. Yeah. And I just remember standing there with my eyes open. Everybody else was going like this. So I was mm-hmm. like, I'll do I it. I guess too. I'm like this. Um, <laughs> so I'm on the back left side of the room. And Will is towards the front right. Mm-hmm. And um, he's praying for people, and he sees me, and he makes a beeline towards me, like walks by a bunch of other kids, like just to pray for me. And, like, I remember he, like, I must have looked scared Aww. because he was, like, he said, like, it's okay. And he just, like, prayed for me and, like, said, Phil. And um, and I just remember in that moment I just felt the presence of God and just 
like at that point I had given my life to him, but to know him as like, he was this close mm-hmm. and like, he's the God of the universe and he yeah. cares about me, you know, and he loves me. And then the next night they call for ministry time and I'm like, I'm in like, whatever this yeah. is, like I'm in. Mm-hmm. And, um, I go to the front again and they kind of ask like any adult of the same sex, mm-hmm. go to the front of the room. If you feel called to pray for one of the students up front. And this woman comes in front of me or behind me and I turn around and she goes, the only thing that I heard when I saw you was my beautiful daughter, my beautiful daughter, my beautiful daughter. Um, And I just started, I fell apart, Mm. you know? And so I say all that to say, like my first real interactions with God were like him calling me his own. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That nothing that had happened in my life that made me feel neglected or abandoned or anything like matters, you know? And I think Mm -hmm. back to that moment, especially now, like 10 years into my relationship with the Lord. And I see that so clearly that he was like all this time, like you are mine. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it Mm -hmm. took me a long time to get that. Yeah. That's kind of like the long and short Mm -hmm. specifically. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. 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 And I mean, like, uh, um, uh, I can attest to, um, uh, like, uh, how you said, uh, like when you were a kid, you thought that church was boring. Mm-hmm. I grew up in, um, uh, it was a um, uh, like a spiritually um, dead church. We uh, mm. um, like read the Bible, but we didn't pursue any of it. And, like I was like me and my sisters were like uh, one of the only groups of kids um, our age. And we, we did, there weren't any, um, well, there were younger kids in the church, but they were like uh, little. So I, we didn't have any. Um, like uh, a fellowship in community besides like uh, um, uh, people that were much, much older than us. Mm -hmm. And uh, it just, uh, um, it it made it hard on Sunday mornings to um, get up and go without feeling uh, like uh, the struggle and uh, um, uh, just like an attack against us for, um, uh, for going from like boredom or not wanting to go. Um, whereas there's a difference in like going to a um, church where you have people your age yeah. and have um, fellowship and are able to um, uh, mm-hmm. make relationships with others, mm-hmm. um, uh, which we do have now. Yeah. Um, uh, and uh, so, yeah, I just feel like uh, um, that's so important when uh, you're looking for um, a, a church for yourself to um, find a, a place where, where you can build fellowship with people that are your age and will have um, similar experiences to you and that they can sow into your life. Um, uh, and even in the hardest of areas, like, uh, um, uh, going through broken homes and, mm. uh, um, uh, and you're able to have a commonality in that, but also be able to chase after what God has for you mm. in those areas. Yeah. Um, uh, so I feel like, uh, um, that was something, um, uh, God gave me, um, after, um, uh, listening to you. So, yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Y'all both have, Two parent homes, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is there no one else that doesn't have a two parent home? Well, besides me, but like in this whole group. I'm sorry, I'm looking around the interns. Wow. Yeah, yeah I got to stick together, huh? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Just because I still have Rusty doesn't mean. Rusty is excellent. <laughs> Rusty, leave my man Rusty alone. I, we love Rusty. Yeah, I we love, love Rusty. Rusty and Trina. His birthday was the other day. Oh, Amazing. how old is he? Uh, 40s. <gasps> your dad's in his 40s how, you thought how old did older? you think he was there's no way your dad's in his 40s almost 50s he well he's not in his 50s yet 
Yeah, that's what I thought. They're still in their 40s. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm just like so surprised because my mom just turned 55. Mm-hmm. Your mom's 55? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Rhoda looks good. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, I didn't know that. Crazy. My, yeah, good for you, My Rhoda. grandmother had my mom when she was like 40. So mm. My grandmother would be like, she'd old. be like 95 or Oh, 96. she would be yeah, she passed oh. away a couple years ago. I'm but sorry. It's all right. She lived a good life. She's mm-hmm. been with the Lord. That's good. Yeah, and when you live when you live um uh, like right. a, a long and fruitful life, I wouldn't like like when the queen died, I was like she, What does this have she, to do with the voice? No, she <laughs> Tangent. When the queen died, she lived a long and fruitful life. Like right. she was very, very old. Right. I don't think mm. it was sad. Like, people were so upset that the queen died. Well, we're not British, so maybe they have it differently in Britain. No, but they're like, she lived a long and fruitful life. Mm-hmm. People were kind of happy when she died in their own their own country, too. Oh like, you guys yeah. saw? Yeah. yeah. The coverage was interesting. You got one side, like, long live the queen. The other side, like, oh, no, now her son's going to take over. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Divorce. Divorce. <laughs> that was an interesting tangent. You're welcome. <laughs> Got a question for you. Uh-huh, sure. So, oh my goodness, this is chaotic. What an interesting topic to be uh, chaotic sure it's about. Fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> did you have any insecurities that came out of? I know you kind of. T- I feel like you kind of touched a little mm-hmm. bit on it, just not feeling like you belong. But any like insecurities, insecurities that stemmed from not having your biological father. In the home, because you did say you were raised by your stepdad. Yeah. It, do you have a good relationship with? With my stepdad? Yeah. Um, he's no longer my stepdad. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. But um, I, like, when I talk about him, like, my childhood, like, he never made me feel like I was not his kid. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I'm so thankful for that because there's so many horror stories mm-hmm. of like oh, yeah. people just feeling like the yeah. Cinderella story for yeah. God's sake, Pretty much. you know, yeah. like, and I never felt like that. Mm. So, um, yeah. So with him, we're, we're all good. He's just not married to my mom anymore. Mm. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. But then on the reverse side, in the beginning of the question, what stemmed from not oh, having sorry. Your, no, yeah, but yeah. no, you're good. <laughs> that kind of made me a little sad, but anyways, uh, uh-huh. Give me a second. <laughs> Any like specific insecurities that stem from not having your biological father? Yeah, present? I mean, like the the neglect I talked about, and just kind of um, feeling like there was a lot of fear that came from that too. And I think I was a really big um, people pleaser, to be mm. honest. Like mm-hmm. I just wanted to keep everybody happy. Yeah. Because if everybody was happy, then everything was calm, or yeah. so I believed. You know what I mean? Like oh yeah. And everything was calm, and like he couldn't go off the wall. Mm. <laughs> so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I was just a good girl and didn't cause anybody any problems, then then which wasn't true. Things yeah. happened despite me. Yeah, yeah, but I think, but I think you can kind of feel, especially in divorce, like you're not made to feel like it's you. Like nobody ever. I don't know anybody that their parents sat down and were like, "It's you." That's why we're this we're divorcing. Is your fault. You know, but yeah. I don't know anybody that that's happened to, but I think mm-hmm. the experience of divorce and even just like holidays apart and you're going yeah. to four different homes mm-hmm. on Thanksgiving, like even that can make you feel like, well, I'm not with this person and I'm not with that person and mm-hmm. you kind of feel pulled mm-hmm. and almost like um 
kind of like it's your fault that you yeah. can't be everywhere at all mm-hmm. times. And in reality, your situation is not your fault. Yeah. It's just, this is just a product of your situation. Mm-hmm. Cause your parents divorced very sad when you were yeah. little. Yeah. Did you have visitations like mm-hmm. later on? Yeah. Um, so like I said, early on, my dad really wasn't around a ton. Um, when I was <clears throat> early teens, he, was back in my life and I would kind of do the every other weekend mm-hmm. kind of thing with him sometimes on Wednesdays. And then that became more, more prominent after I um, gave my life to the Lord yeah. um, and he got remarried and had um, two more brothers they're for so me. Cute. Yeah. They're oh the goodness. best. They're the best. Um, but yeah, so I had a lot more interaction with him at that point in my mm-hmm. life, just mm-hmm. later in life. Yeah. 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 yeah, and I feel like it's such a lie from the enemy about, like, what we were t- talking about um, earlier, how, um, like, the enemy lies to you and tells you that it's your fault and that mm-hmm. it's based on your behavior where um, it almost has nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. And that um, it's between, um, uh, like, uh, the relationship, but he makes you, he turns that and, ma- and makes you feel like you're the um, uh, one responsible and that right. it's due to your behavior that things are the that things are this way where, um, as it's most likely not. Mm-hmm. And, uh, um, like you said, I can't think of a situation, um, where, um, it would, where it would be solely the kid's fault for, um, uh, anything between the relationship between, mm-hmm. uh, um, uh, the parents. And I feel like that's so important to know when dealing with something like this, mm-hmm. that it is not your fault. Yeah. Yeah. That's huge. And I think just speaking to all of the lies, like that's how, like, and sorry, words, no, you're good. Um, just it's speaking yeah, you're to good. the, um, all the lies, like that's just the number one tactic of the enemy. Mm-hmm. Like, cause on paper, like my childhood wasn't terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It wasn't the best, but it wasn't terrible. And I think, so in that the enemy really twisted a lot of my thoughts and what I believed about myself and my mm-hmm. self worth. Mm-hmm. Um, so when with, with the Lord, like the Lord is really taking me on this journey of, like I said before, like of your mind, like mm-hmm. that's what defines you. Mm-hmm. Not the fact that your dad wasn't there or that, mm-hmm. you know, or that you yeah. were a product of a broken home. And now like your families are broken and mm-hmm. you're, you're a sibling and a daughter here, but you're also a sibling and a daughter here. Mm-hmm. And these two things never come together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but just really getting to know the Lord in the aspect. And I and I don't say like, just believe that God is your father. Like, yeah, everybody knows that. But yeah. like to actually like believe that in your heart and to actually become content with the fact that like whatever happened is like dust in the wind. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like he is my, he's my dad. He's my God, you know, and he's, he's enough for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But there still had to be like a lot of repair in that aspect mm-hmm. as you, Mm-hmm. But I know for me, I'm still going yeah, through it. Are yeah. you still like, yeah, are you saying yeah. you're still kind of going yeah. through that process? Yeah. And I think, I mean, even recently, like, I mean, even like two weeks ago, Brian came to the gathering and I got set free from like a fear of rejection, mm-hmm. you know, that ruled my life, mm-hmm. you know, like feeling like just every day, like that stuff would rule me. So I think <clears throat> just getting to know 
God in that way and letting him see the hard things, Mm -hmm. you know, like understanding that like he doesn't need you to be perfect Mm -hmm. when you come to him. Because I think that was like the people pleasing mentality of just being like, everything's fine, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. Um, but it wasn't and I wasn't fine. Um, But just actually when you get alone with the Lord and just being like, this is this is it, you know, and he's not afraid of that, you know, and I think just letting him minister to you like that. And then also letting people in on it, you know, like I had to go to Brian and say, like, I need prayer, you know, like, and um, I had to go to my mentor and say, this is what's going on. I had to tell my best friend. Yeah. Betsy Coldiron. Betsy's yeah. in the legend herself. She's the best. While we were at Love the Hill, we were uh, all talking in uh, um, uh, in the New York accents. We were all calling her Ma. Oh, yeah. She said hey, you guys were doing that. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> I did see those pictures. Oh, my God. They are funny. <laughs> this is this is absolutely random, but it does have to do with the topic. But I'm, I'm going to go there. It's going to be, it might be a hard topic because it's something that God's been bringing up with me. Like, first of all, my parents were never together. Big stuff kind of happened and I showed up in the worst predicament Mm. ever. Or the best predicament. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. God got you here. That's all. God God, God got me here. Yeah. Awful circumstances. But um, do you think that due to the rejection you felt by someone who wasn't even there, which is also kind of interesting, wasn't there? Yeah. How it's interesting how kids could like feel rejected by someone who's just absent. Mm -hmm. Like no idea who this person is at some point. And yet you still feel that Mm -hmm. still feel it in Mm -hmm. your heart. But do you think it's um, influenced your view on relationships and friendships, specifically Mm. romantic relationships? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Here we go. Uh, um, Yeah. And I think, you know, to be perfectly and candid with you, I'm 25 and I've never been in a relationship Mm -hmm. and you know, Neither you're, you're 18. 18. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you count elementary answer. school. If you don't count <laughs> elementary. Continue. Yes. Um, but yeah, I think that it did, you know, and especially just with my relationship. <laughs> Sit down. With, Sit down over no, there. I was just messing. <laughs> um, but specifically with my relationship mm-hmm. with just men in general mm-hmm. has just been weird. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um because I think sometimes it can feel like this like need for like approval, mm. but then it's also like this fear of like, but if I let you too close, yeah, you know Ooh. what I mean? If I yeah. let you too close, then that means like, if I start to care about you, then that means you can hurt me too. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's something that I'm working on too with the Lord to just be like, okay, so if we're really done with this, like what, like what's next kind of thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it also gives me the opportunity to really walk that freedom out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And really believe that God did work. Yeah. You know? I think that's so good. Like sometimes when you're praying for something or believing for something and um, you don't necessarily see the fruit of it or mm-hmm. like you're listening to thoughts that might tell you didn't actually happen, mm-hmm. stepping out in faith and believing that and actually asking the Lord, like, this is done, <coughs> what is next? Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. so awesome. And I think like I'm, I've just really been hearing that a lot in the people been listening to or or just even the Lord has been really highlighting that to me Mm -hmm. I think it's so good like it's so important to edify people and encourage them and be like nobody has to like you have permission for this to be signed sealed and delivered like he said Mm -hmm. it is finished on the cross yeah you have the permission and we do have the permission but for me it's still a journey like I'm on that yeah yeah, like same (laughs) Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Not to like, I get what you're saying. It's hard, dude, because when when you've been ruled by, I don't want to cry, but like, I just. You can cry. Yeah, like, it's just (laughs) more of just like. We've all cried. It's like when you've been ruled by that stuff. You yeah. know what I mean? And like that's been the the radio in your mm-hmm. head and how you've even perceived life. Like yeah. I get it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like and I'm not perfect, you know, and I still mm-hmm. have a lot to walk through and work through. Yeah. You know. Um but yeah, I would say I would say to you Ayana, it's just like the Lord he knows what you need and like mm-hmm. he he cares, you know what I mean? So just Go after that stuff with him. Like I said before, like he's not afraid of it. You know what I mean? And just saying like, I had to be like that. I had to be like, okay, God, like I'm really tired of this ruling my life. Mm -hmm. And it took six months in prayer to really be at a place with it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would just say like he's not afraid of it, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I know that. Yeah. I do know that. But it's just like this is such an interesting topic. Mm -hmm. So I mean, mine wasn't necessarily a divorce, but it was a separation. Yeah. Yeah. And it still affects you the same yeah. way. Like there just wasn't as much paperwork involved. Yeah, it was just, it just yeah. kind of happened. Yeah. Oh, also yeah. child support's done. I'm no longer getting that. Let's celebrate. <laughs> wasn't much, but <laughs> was like, no, no. I just thought that was funny because literally, yeah. like literally last week, I got the letter in the mail and it's like child support's over. I'm like, oh yeah. no, I can't. That's a whole nother thing. Like, just delicious. parents, leave your kid out of it. Like, honestly, money's not their issue. Yeah. Yeah. Until it is. Yeah. <laughs> Until it is. It depends. Yeah. It depends. But um like I like I know that and mm-hmm. I it doesn't really affect me as much as it used to. Mm-hmm. But it is, that's why I asked you the relational element, because it mm-hmm. really does. And even what my affects mom affects you in that too. Oh yeah. Because okay. what I realized my mom started combating this with me. Not combating mm-hmm. this idea with me. She's like, I really think there's a fear in your life and around a lot of girls in certain like similar Mm -hmm. um, situations of dating, being in relationships because of how men have treated them. So like Mm -hmm. for background, my, my father, not, not really good. We call Mm -hmm. occasionally, but he's usually like drunk or upset Mm -hmm. and it's just, it's a mess. Yeah. And like, I remember being little, he'd call me, can I, can I say a bad word and we just bleep it out? Like, should I say Well, I mean, do you need to say it if it... Yeah. All right, he, go for it. Because it, it's in the concept that like, he used to call me a slut and stuff mm-hmm. like that, okay. even as a kid. Wow. And so, like, it I'm really... I'm sorry. Eh, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I get what you're saying, because, like, I've done the same thing, but, like, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But what I realized is, and especially now that, now that I'm a Christian and now, like, mm-hmm. God's been working through certain things mm-hmm. with me like that, yeah. is... Girls especially have a narrative, like especially if they hear things from that, from their own father, mm-hmm. it affects identity and it affects how you view yeah. yourself and how you carry yourself and how you act. Yeah. So for me, that insecurity was based on like what I found God saying to me recently, even through other people, is just um, proclaiming that I am beautiful and I'm not mm-hmm. these certain mm-hmm. things that were passed mm-hmm. on, which is why I mm-hmm. kind of essentially asked you that yeah. question because I was... Yeah interested to see it it's just so interesting how the enemy can sometimes just mm-hmm. twist things mm-hmm. in that direction i'm sorry i cussed I but it's, it's, it's yeah and i've seen uh, um uh, i've seen girls be affected by it that was not the word i was expecting to come out it was not it was an intense word it's okay it's, it's intense, intense <laughs> but yeah but yeah i've seen uh, um um girls that have dealt with like uh, um uh, 
parents being divorced and then they're trying to um, fill that void um, mm-hmm. with something like uh, I've seen uh, where the father is not in the household and uh, she was um, struggling. So she tried to fill that void with uh, um, boyfriends and mm-hmm. it became uh, um, where like uh, she wanted to um, fill that void and every time one would follow it would be a couple months before she had another one. Mm-hmm. Um, and she would just uh, um, uh, try to fill that void that um, uh, he left uh, for her and then she would put them on the on the throne of her heart because mm-hmm. she didn't want to be left alone again yeah um and i feel like that is um, such a hard thing to go through but that void cannot be filled by um by man it has to be filled by god yeah. or else it's going to um uh, stay fragile and uh, it it'll be like um uh, sand at the ocean um ready to wash away at any moment um, uh, I find it interesting that you bring it up because that's like that's a very popular reaction mm-hmm. um, to these type of circumstances. But I also think there's a lot of um, girls and guys that have the opposite reaction. Mm-hmm. So like yeah. some people search for the wood and some people just shut themselves down yeah. completely and mm-hmm. don't let anybody in. Mm-hmm. And it's just interesting you mentioned that because it's the it's rooted by the same thing, mm-hmm. right? You don't you don't have a father in your life or even a mother, depending on who you are. Mm-hmm. You don't have, you're in a one parent household, either through divorce, through separation. And then stems from that, the enemy comes in and he's like, okay, now let me just create all the lies I can from the situation. And kids most times react in two different ways. They either go seeking to fill that void through men, women, depending on who they were hurt by, who they felt abandoned by, or they completely shut themselves off from and any- a, And build a wall and a stronghold. Exactly, against all people, friendships, relationships, mm-hmm. and then specifically men. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean, I think to what you were speaking on, I think people will just find, will attempt to find love and acceptance mm-hmm. and validation anywhere they can. Yeah. And then in what you you were talking about, it's like people just want to, and it's in that same sense, you just want to feel protected. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's a false sense of protection, but you kind of put these walls up in this idea of like, okay, if like I said before, if I don't let them close to me, they can't hurt me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Divorce. Because <laughs> we kind of like it's we kind of touched on all the questions I did have written down, yeah. but it's just let's just get deeper on mm-hmm. what we're the track we're already on. So what kind of I mean, of course you could say, oh God healed me through the pain, helped mm-hmm. me through the pain. Well, it's still a healing process from what mm-hmm. it sounds like. Mm-hmm. What is God doing in your heart right now? on like that is like kind of rerouting this root of feeling rejected. You said you were delivered from rejection just mm. about two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, and I do think that maybe this has a part to play in it. So like what is God doing in you that is kind of like kind of spur on any listeners or other people who are dealing with like, yeah. stuff related to this? Yeah. I mean, I think he like I just I think about him and I'm just like so floored like mm. that the, of like who he is, mm-hmm. you know, and just like that he he cares like about all this stuff. Like he cares about like the pain that you feel. He cares about the pain that I feel, you know, and I just I think that's um yeah, I would just say to anybody that feels like any of the feelings that we're kind of talking about, I would just say like really like submit to God. 
And, mm-hmm. and I don't mean this to sound cheesy, yeah. but just like, I don't just pray more. Like, that's not <laughs> what I'm saying, you know, but actually like open the Bible. Like I had to open the Bible and read the gospels and be like, okay, who is this guy? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because this is the God that I gave my life to, mm-hmm. you know? So who is it, yeah. <laughs> you know? And what was he like? And what did he say to people and how did he carry himself? And I think to speak to where I'm at right now, it's just learning how to be that and frankly to um, keep boundaries because mm-hmm. there are still certain things in my life and relationships that could be unhealthy, mm-hmm. you know. And so as an adult, I, like now I have the authority of my own life to have a say on like mm-hmm. who gets to speak into what, yeah. you know what I mean? So now it's learning how to do that, which is not fun, you know, because it's like with certain people that on paper, you shouldn't have to have those relationships with and those kinds of boundaries and and guards up. Um, but yeah, just learning how to do that too. Um, but yeah, I I don't want to, I hate to make it sound like just pray more, but like yeah. just get to know him. You know what I mean? Because he is the perfect reflection of a father, of a friend, you know? And frankly, when we leave this earth, He's going to be our roommate, you know? Yeah. So, like, we're going to have to be with him forever anyway. And mm-hmm. that's a pretty good deal that I'm yeah. taking. So, Heck yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's important to, um, uh, I think it's important to n- know the judge before judgment day. Mm, yeah. I think that's, an, um, <laughs> it, it's important to um, know, uh, like, uh, the God of the universe mm-hmm. and uh, have a relationship with him before you have to face him one day. Mm-hmm. And I feel like uh, um, that goes a— uh, I want to talk about what you were just talking about. We're going to spend the rest of our lives with him. Mm-hmm. And so it's important to know him and dive in into the Bible and to uh, just learn more about him and having that relationship will mm-hmm. in turn spending time with him will fill that hole in your heart mm-hmm. um, and fill any voids that may mm-hmm. have been left by uh, um, uh, only having one parent in the household or, um, uh, or even having both and you still um, have that void in your life. Um, uh, cause like I had both of my parents and I still struggled with many things and still like, uh, had, uh, like problems and voids that I tried to fill with, with approval and perfectionism and, uh, um, pornography and dealing with, um, uh, many things with, with, uh, addictions. But the only thing that's ever, um, uh, been successful in, in filling that hole was God and a relationship with a Jesus. And I feel like that's such an important thing to, uh, dive into mm-hmm. um like you were saying yeah yeah um if i can just read this this came to mm-hmm. mind. go for it um, go for it of course i had it on my heart last night and then i almost forgot Look at you, you brought but, it you brought your bible i did i did um it's new <laughs> it's nice. not a new one um but this is romans 8 to uh 8 15 um it says so you have not received a spirit that makes you fearful slaves Instead, you received God's spirit when he adopted you as his own children. Mm. Now we call him Abba, Father, for his spirit joins with our spirit to affirm that we are God's children. Mm -hmm. And since we are his children, we are his heirs. In fact, together with Christ, we are heirs of God, of God's glory. But if we also share in his glory, we must also share in his suffering. Um, Yeah, so just like I said, like, it's not, it's, it's a very spiritual thing to, and I hate to keep making it sound like that, but he like, just to actually believe that too, of like, that he's adopted me. Like I'm mm. now his own. Like it's like, it's like you said earlier, like it's signed, sealed, and delivered. Like, you know, I, I am his and he's mine, you know? 
Yeah. This is random, but I just thought of it as a question. Mm -hmm. Do you think because you didn't have um, much of a basis of faith in your life before just being brought up, Mm -hmm. that it was easier to cling to the idea of God as your father? I think so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think, I mean, I just didn't, I mean, I was just, whatever, like I'm all in, you know, like I had no, I had no theology to unlearn. I had nothing, you know, I was just like, I'm in, you know? And I think just coming into a place where like I was, I was taught identity. Like when I came to praise, like that's what they were teaching about, like who we are because of what Christ did, Mm -hmm. you know? And so to come into that place too, I think was super helpful. Mm -hmm. And then like, you know, I, Brian started a youth group and I was around and like Brian, Brian's no joke, you know, like he's like, I don't care how old you are. Like, I'm going to tell you straight up. So it was like, I'm 15 in this youth group and just like, okay, (laughs) you know? And I mean, Michaela was there and um, I met some great people and yeah, I think that's important too. It's just surrounding yourself Mm -hmm. with like-minded people and people to encourage you too, you know, and people to speak truth, you know? Because those those lies and those thoughts can feel very loud. Oh yeah. Um, so to just have people to be like, no, you're not alone. Mm-hmm. You know, no, you're not abandoned. Like I'm here. You know, and just to have people to help you combat those things. Too. Yeah. Because it is warfare. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. 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 Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, like uh, um, before, I had all my uh, brothers and sisters in Christ who were all my best friends. Mm-hmm. I felt um, so alone and uh, didn't have anyone to call me out on those lies from the enemy. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Whereas uh, um, like now I have that guy over there, Chris, one of my best friends. (laughs) He calls me out on so much and it's awesome. I love him so much. And like everyone here, I know I can um, trust with all my issues. And and it's just, you need to build a space where people, um, uh, you have a healthy enough relationship to know that they love you so much Mm -hmm. yet they can still like call you out and tell you mm-hmm. what is a lie from the enemy and what versus what is your own thought. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah. And uh, um, uh, I think that's important as well, knowing that not all of our thoughts are our own and that some of them are lies from the enemy and mm-hmm. being able to discern that and stand firm in what you know is incredibly important mm-hmm. in dealing with uh, um, uh, something like this. And like, like we were talking about earlier, mm-hmm. Um, the lie from the enemy saying that um, uh, your behavior dictates uh, like a um, uh, like a period of calmness, mm-hmm. um, uh, but that's a lie from the enemy, and it is not your fault. And uh, I feel like that is such an important thing to know, especially when you're um, coming into like uh, being a Christian, because the devil will just attack you more and just hit you harder mm-hmm. um, because you are um, uh, nearing the truth and uh, mm-hmm. um, ha- building a relationship with God. Mm-hmm. And so surrounding yourself and building that firm foundation is incredibly important. So, yeah, I think that's important to highlight that um, when you learn a truth or when it's revealed to you and you, you like receive that, um, for example, with, your example where you were like, I'm I'm gonna be calm so that everybody else is calm. Mm. And then you you receive the truth of that. It's it doesn't mean that you're never gonna have that thought again yeah. or you're never going to experience that again. Mm. Mm-hmm. So it's like remembering that um, you know, I mean, we're told to resist the enemy and he will flee from you. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why we're told to resist him, because he's going to try and try mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. And there's a point where he will flee, even if it's just for a time. But it's to remember that, like, 
this is a race. This is a fight. Yeah. There's armor that we can put on. Mm-hmm. It's like not something that, um, like we're participants in this, yeah. you know? And, um, yeah, I don't know what else yeah. to say, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's not a one-time thing. We have to like continue to edify mm-hmm. each other and bring those things into the light, mm-hmm. like share them with mm-hmm. each other because in your mind, there's only like you in there, Holy Spirit. And then sometimes when the enemy will throw yeah. things in there too. So. Yeah, and the devil left for, um, uh, and will come back for a more opportune time. Yeah. I will say we are 43 minutes in, yep. so we're getting close to the end. I do want to say something, but it's a little long. So is there any no. wisdom you'd like to drop? No. No. <laughs> no. I'm good. Wait on. No, because I was thinking about um, when I asked you that question, because I found it, because I had a basis of what... Um, God was and who he was beforehand. Like just even on a shallow level, I still did. It was so, and still is hard to really acknowledge, like think of God as a father. Mm. And like audience, I'm kind of like talking to the audience. Dude, (laughs) every episode, your head turn is awesome. It just just breaks. (laughs) I snap my neck. No. Um, I just like, cause I know, I just like kind of felt it like, if someone is watching this and it's like, okay, but I find it so incredibly hard Mm. to view God as the image of a father, especially Mm. maybe their circumstance was different. Maybe this, whoever like is listening, had this, like had this thing take place where it's their, their view of father is completely shattered. They not only maybe got the, maybe they got neglect, abuse, both. Yeah. And it's just, now, even with the basis they have, they're like, okay, but how do I, how can I trust God? You can. And in the short of it, you can. And it sounds crazy because I finally am walking, it, even years as a Christian, it, I'm finally just now walking into the, like, accepting God as my father. Like, my thing mm-hmm. is, what God recently exposed in my life, just recently, is I am afraid of intimacy, like, with mm-hmm. God. Intimacy in general, intimacy with God, because mm-hmm. I do not have that trust with my own dad and I'm not used yeah. to feeling what it's like to be protected. So like just to whoever's out there like has similar situations, God is your father. He does care about you and love you tremendously. And it's scary, but he is willing to walk through with you in this time to really just develop an understanding of who you are and who he is. And if and if God is love, then He's patient. He's kind, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So He's patient with us when we're figuring that out too. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I think it's us that we need to worry about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like we yeah. get in the way so often. Yeah. Our own selves, our yeah. own perception yeah. of ourselves. I think it just came to my mind. I know um, Pastor Brian talks sometimes about how when he um, first started to really have a relationship with the Lord, he wrote down a couple, I think it was like two verses that really stuck out to him mm. and that really attacked like the lies he was hearing about his identity. Mm. He put them, I think, on a post-it, or I'm sorry, an index card. Does that sound familiar to you? And kept it in his pocket. Mm. In his mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like just having, like it's okay yeah. to, <laughs> it's okay to like choose verses that you feel like edify you in this time mm-hmm. and yeah. keep them around you, like on your mirror, on your screensaver. Yeah. Like in your pocket, yeah, and it will help to um, uh, keep you with that um, armor on and help you stand firm mm-hmm. in those verses that will help you uh, um, through that season. Yeah. So. 
Well, now we're 47 minutes, almost 50. This went by fast. This went by really fast. But I want to thank you, yeah, Lexi, for coming fun. on. Thank yeah. you. You had thank fun? Thank you for having I'm me. glad you had fun. Yeah. Now you can listen to yourself. I don't yeah. know. You should. <laughs> they make us listen to ourselves. Oh, yeah. I listen yeah. to myself. They do. They make us listen to ourselves. Yeah. Michaela. No, I'm kidding. This is, why, <laughs> this is why I'm hardly on, because then I only have to skip, like, you know what? That was a smart tactic. Unfortunately, me and Sawyer do not have that. Do not have that. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's weird watching the first couple episodes. I didn't. I don't like the first couple episodes. I like the um, the later stuff where we get more in our stride. But of mm. course, um, uh, like uh, I know that's uh, um, you have to start like somewhere. Insecurity from like the um, enemy, and I know that. Um, yeah, like you said, you gotta um, start somewhere, and that. Um, uh, I am uh, I'm, uh, doing better than I was in that. I am mm. I see, can see that improvement now. And uh, Very much. Yeah. other people can as well. Specifically yeah. you, Jeff. Ye- well, yes, yeah, I mean, honestly, that. like as as a dedicated fan. And the people um, on MySpace. <laughs> um, yeah. MySpace. Oh, yeah. MySpace. Like, I mean, I, I, I watch it every Wednesday mm-hmm. when I'm sitting at my desk doing work. And Morgan is sometimes over there working in the next room over. And even the other- You work here? No, uh, no, I don't work here. Morgan works with me at my other o- at my office. Jobs. She has two jobs. Yeah. Two jobs. Yo. Anyway, I didn't know that. I just hustler. acted like I did, <laughs> bro. I did the same thing again. <laughs> I did that on another episode where I was like, "Yeah, you didn't know that," and just messed with her. Where I didn't know it either. <laughs> I'll get in my head. Okay, continue. Um, but yeah, we were saying like even Morgan had two even jobs. though when when season one was still yeah. airing that like you guys just in within the concept of one season have improved so much. So like oh. you guys are doing so well, like just even the way you speak, like you can kind of tell like with what you're saying mm-hmm. is like after a couple episodes, you're really like hitting it. So you guys are doing really good. I you, appreciate don't, it. you don't have like the nervous sweats anymore. Yeah. Uh, no, I still do. Okay. Well, <laughs> you Every time. Well, you don't look like you do. Oh, I don't No, oh, I don't look like, Okay. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, uh, um, like, I, no, to encourage you, I, I'd still um, uh, watch it and, uh, like, God will even point out things that you didn't get the first time mm-hmm. um, uh, and uh, be able to use that in, like, another scenario. Um, uh, or, like, if we uh, brought you back and had another topic to mm-hmm. um, uh, talk about, you'd be able to, um, uh, like, uh, use that and, uh, be, and give more information off of what God gives you after listening to yourself again. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Yeah, just encouragement. Yeah. So. 50 minutes in. Would you we like to close it. us out in prayer? Divorce. 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 That was an excellent episode about. Oh, man. Divorce. All right. Heavenly Father, I just, I thank you so much um, just to even have the opportunity to come share on here. And Lord, I just, I just ask um, for even our listeners, God, that they, um, I just hope that they found some hope um, mm-hmm. and something to cling to. Um, in this God and that it would just spur them on to know you more, to love you more. Um, and God, I just, I thank you, um, that you take the broken and you make it beautiful. Mm -hmm. Um, so Lord, I just bless you and thank you for who you are in Jesus name. Amen. 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 Apple Podcasts, MySpace. That's not real. Spotify. Spotify. TikTok. TikTok. Facebook. Facebook and Instagram. Instagram. Follow at Faith Like Birds. If you haven't already, it'd kind of be weird if you've been like watching all of this and still haven't. But you know, to each their own. You mean like, like, like how Jeff. two days ago you started following us on Instagram? That is funny. Hey, hey, Cruz. Hey, hey, she just said that would be weird. She just followed our Instagram two days ago. I like to be a little private. Sure. I can't help it. Don't be like me. This, Don't be like Ayana. But I, I look. I seriously looked at it and I thought I was following it, and then like I clicked on it. I'm like, oh, I'm helping running this stuff, and I don't, <laughs> I don't follow on my personal account. 
Don't, it's, it's okay. I've been follow. following since day one. Well, congratulations. Yes. Congratulations. I only follow like meme pages and like a few people. It's been lovely. I bless you, everybody. Love y'all. We love you all. Bye. Thank you so much for coming <laughs> on. Yeah, again. thank you. Yeah. And love we it. are done. Later, Jeff. Goodbye. Bye.